was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to another Cobbacy Evening Fireside podcast. The Braves and Warriors are in their beds. The sun has definitely gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Today was packing day. It is the most bittersweet of all the days in a session. Before I get into all of that, Just in case you were wondering, today was so gorgeous. The sun was out from the very beginning, and it was that kind of 85-degree day where the wind doesn't really even move, and the morning was still as a held breath. And last night was Sage Wars. That is a combination of Sachem and Color Wars, and it's a tradition that started about four years ago with a very good Sachem counselor in It's a tradition that started about four years ago with a couple of really great sachem counselors. And basically the sachems stay up all night long and they do a massive, tiny, massive in terms of length, but tiny little competition where they just square off against each other and have wars all night long in various athletic events in the dark all over camp. Inevitably, when you release teenage boys onto a camp at night, pranks will happen. And this morning... In that held breath of a morning, I had my coffee, I put on my helmet, I walked out my front door where my bike always is, I reached down to grab it, and there was no bike. No bike anywhere. Did I leave it here? Was it up at the office? And then I remember the last night was Sage Wars, and that there's probably a reason my bike is missing. So I put my helmet back in my house and I walked through the super quiet camp. It is easy to get the boys to sleep here at the end of the session. They are tired. They have just done so much outside, so much physical activity. So I walked through a silent camp on the way up to the flagpole. And there, backlit by the morning sun, its shadow falling on the triangle that represents our values, was my bike up the flagpole peacefully sitting there no breeze just as if it's supposed to be there three quarters of the way up pretty good prank the chef lewis lee jr was so delighted by this prank he made me tell him the story four times about how i walked out of my house and couldn't find my bike he thought that was so great back in the day there must have been a veritable cornucopia of pranks around here because he started rattling off story after story Involved a moped on the roof of the dining hall and so on and so forth. I'm just glad that's not these days, although my bike was definitely aloft this morning. A very delicious breakfast, hobo breakfast this morning. That's where Chef cleans out the box and makes a big scramble out of it. There's all kinds of versions. There's the gluten-free version and the dairy-free version and the regular version and the pork-free version and all the other stuff version. Everybody chowed down on that. Everybody knew they had lots to do. And then packing drill happened. You might think that packing 
would not be everyone's favorite day. And, you know, it's, it's not great. But there is a special aura to packing day here at Kavasi at the end of a session because it is also a ritual. It is the all of your stuff is coming out of your bunk and going into your bags. And item by item, your bunk becomes less your bunk and more a bunk. And that is a really important and profound step, I think, when you've settled into a place as deeply as the boys have settled into here. I think it's really important to be able to, with a good counselor watching over and making sure you keep your underwear separate from your socks, talk about packing and have your stuff move through the process of getting yourself out of this place set apart and get ready for home. One of my favorite things about Packing Day is that the creatures that are our boys act a little differently. They stand a little closer to each other. They tend to, the little ones at least, seek physical affection from their counselors more. There is a seeking out and a subterranean series of mini goodbyes that happens all day long. It's very sweet. And it is also not something that is overt. If you were to point at it, it would vanish. It's like an electron. You can know its speed and you can know its location, but you can't know both. A boy's affection is often this way, and even the little ones, who can be pretty unabashed about it, when it comes to the deep emotions like sadness, they are that way too. Sometimes they overdo it. The council were hugging on each other pretty hard today and going, oh, oh, goodbye, all that. But that also is a mask for what else is happening. So as they packed, they sang songs and told stories of travel games and they got ready to go home. They got ready to be picked up by you or to get off the bus to you. Wonderful families waiting on the other line. Lunch today was big and yummy. There was a bunch of grilled panini-type things and some sub-sandwiches, big salad from the garden. The garden's starting to produce. If you're going to be here tomorrow, you'll see all kinds of crazy, delicious lettuce. The big things that are blowing up right now are the lettuce and the strawberries. The strawberries, you have my standing permission. If you walk into Cavasi and you see strawberry patch, just get in there. Don't eat the dark ones. Eat the bright red ones. Most of the camp was done packing by mid-afternoon and kids took naps in the shade. It's a really interesting thing. They'll be so rowdy all summer long, and then after packing, it's like the wind goes out of them, and they want to laze around like Huck Finn on a summer day after he ate an apple. They want to play in the water, and they want to maybe go bunk tubing one more time, and they want to talk to their counselors. But I walked into bunks to check them for cleanliness, and I went down to Braves and poked my head in, and there was a counselor happily refereeing bunk tennis, it was 40 love when I walked in. Josh, Josh, you got to see this. And then after they were all clean, they were allowed out into the Braves field to play, and they just played soccer, and their counselors played with them, and they giggled and rolled over each other like the hyper-intelligent puppies that they are. The same is true up in council. I may or may not have interrupted an entire water balloon war about to start because they were done, but they were just moving slowly everywhere around camp. At 4.45, everybody met back up at the Triangle for Brothers, Brothers is a funny tradition here at Camp Cravacy. I'm not sure when it started. It was here long before me. And at the final flag ceremony, the boys just nominate other boys who look like other boys or counselors who look like other counselors. The winner today was a combination of one of our woodshop counselors, Jack McGowan, 
and a council boy named Robert. And they looked a lot like each other. You'll see pictures of that online when the pictures go up. And man, there were some close ones. I was pretty impressed with a bunch of the brothers. Everybody laughs really hard. Sometimes people just call out names and everybody goes, no. And then a really good pair of brothers will come up and everybody starts cheering. There are a couple close ones, but Robert and Jack were definitely the winners. On that same stage in the bright sun of the early evening, Sportsmanship Awards went out today. Sportsmanship, as you all know, is one of our main values. And we give two sets of awards. We don't give out trophies, really, at the end of the year. We don't hand out trophies, really, at all. We earn them sometimes when we play intercamps, but we don't really give awards, except for these. We give out a Sportsmanship Award and a Brotherhood Award. The Sportsmanship Awards are named after two of our most venerable and venerated coaches. That would be, in first session, the Lloyd Johnson Sportsmanship Award, and in second session, the Michael Griff Griffin Sportsmanship Award. There's so much sportsmanship, so many good examples each summer, each session at Cobbesey. But today, for the Braves, Shane Davidoff won. And for the Warriors, the wonderful Sebastian Yeo. And for Council, Benjamin Burfield won. And Lloyd Johnson said, I think you've won this before, but I think Benjamin won Brotherhood before. And then Sachem, Keith Delaney, won sportsmanship. Each time one of these names gets announced, the whole place erupts. Everyone agrees. Those boys deserve that award, even though another four could have easily won it, and another four, and another four, because this is Cobbesey. Today it was Shane, Sebastian, Benjamin, and Keith. The last dinner is always enormous. It took a while to get going because, man, perfection takes time. Steak, barbecue chicken, smoked chicken, two flavors of chicken tonight, and of course, fresh Maine lobster, corn on the cob, new potatoes, Fresh salad from the garden. There were strawberries from the garden. It was really, really something. Everybody sat outside, and some people tried lobster for the first time. Other people avoided lobster very carefully. I was one of those people. Never really have taken the lobster. And then, of course, the chip witch challenge. We have chip witches about once a week. There was I'm, I'm serious about this. There was actually a New England chip witch shortage. That's a real thing. And uh, there was a shortage, so we only had them twice today was one of them. We had to go all over Maine to get all these chip witches. And if you don't know what the chip witch challenge is, camper can, or a counselor can one time in his life say, hey, Josh, this is my moment. This is my chip witch challenge. Then they open the chip witch, which is supplied only by good humor, except no substitutes. And the chip witch flies into the air. And if you catch it in your mouth after saying the magic words, the one time you say them in your life, I will give you $100. That's real. Last year's second session, Luke Boyer did it in front of everybody on the same banquet, and he won 100 bucks. It came in a chip witch shaped envelope, and that was really something. Then, tonight, no less than 17 people tried the chip witch challenge, the real one, the one where they say the words. A couple braves had to be waved off because their mouths aren't big enough, and no one got it. But man, was it close. A lot of the arcs of the chip which is flying into the air are chillingly accurate. It's just a matter of time before someone hacks this whole thing and I become a poor, poor man. After the chip which challenge, the slideshow where everyone gets to see all these shots for this, this whole summer session. And I have to give a shout out here to Tammy sitting across from me and also Katura Marie, who is our photographer. We've gotten so many compliments on the photographs it's not easy to keep everyone happy with photographs. You are a demanding audience because these are your babies. I get it. 
Katura has been awesome. Just awesome, and so has Tammy. So the slideshow was very well received, and the four songs that were played were the pop songs upon which the original songs from Tribal Games were based. So the kids sang along loudly, and then everybody sung along with the Bears one because everybody sung along with the Bears during Tribal Games. And then at the campfire. Such a marvelous campfire tonight. I don't know if it was the perfect timing or the amazing travel games or any of that stuff, but the temperature was right. There were literally fireflies flying around, buzzing around, making little magic moments here and there as the campfire evolved. There's a tradition at Camp Cobbacy. We do a lot of opening and closing rituals, and the closing ritual is that each bunk nominates a couple kids to come up and say their wish and their memory for the summer, and then the sachem, the oldest boys, get to do that, each of them personally for the whole their whole experience and that happened and then the most experienced senior that's the year below sachem gets to take the fire back to spirit island he gets to canoe through the moonlight tonight and go back and i talked to the boys about how when we got here it was so cold and wet that ducks were landing on the outfield and everyone was wearing winter clothes and now everyone's in shorts and there's fireflies there were dragonflies last week and then things change and that's the note I want to end on. Before I get to that, I want to talk about the Brotherhood Award. That's called the Nunway Award. That is for the boys who are the most welcoming to others and the, who contribute the most to a really positive, lovely, and stable bunk dynamic. For the Braves, that award goes to Rex Wise. What a wonderful boy. And for the Warriors, a new boy. A new boy from Florida. Blake Miller got the Brotherhood Award. And then for Council... A boy who it was his first year last year and has taken to Camp Cobbacy like a duck to the outfield. Robert Edwards. What a wonderful guy. The place almost a standing ovation when Robert went up. And then I hope he's listening because Kobe Wagenfeld had to go home early and he wasn't there tonight when he was given the Brotherhood Award for Sachem. He was one of the med men and one of the leaders of Sachem and we miss him. And I hope he's listening because he got the Brotherhood Award. Nice job, Kobe. I remember when you were just a baby. And that's what I want to end on, Cobbacy families. This is my sixth summer as the director, which means a lot of these boys I've known their whole time. Six years puts us right in most of the sachem and some of the boys who've already left. And as I said to the, everybody tonight, I remember specifically going to see some of these boys in their homes when they were eight and nine. And they were scared. I remember specific. I'm not going to name him, but if you're listening, you'll remember this too. I remember watching one of these boys curl up against his mom as I was asking what he thought about camp. He was nervous. This is a faraway place full of people he didn't know. And now one of those, that same boy, six years later, is a fire-breathing leader of the entire camp during tribal games. And such an athlete. It's such a good example and along the way, and I still haven't named it, I'm not going to, learned a lot of hard lessons. Learned how to be outside himself and how to be gentle with others. And he was just a little guy six years ago. And now he's done with his sachem year. And I've watched him grow. And I, um, and I feel the same way about him as I do all the other sachem and all the other boys I've known for six years. They grow so fast. Dragonflies, fireflies, from cold to warm. Soon it will be snowing here. Another year will go by. And those boys who are once your 9-year-olds and your 8-year-olds are 16 and 17. 
we got to try to woo them back as CITs and JCs, and then they're off to college. It happens so fast. You see them each day. You see them over cereal and at lacrosse games back home, and you probably argue with them about their grades and so on. We see them for a month. We see them for one-twelfth of the year of their life. So we see them in these intense growth moments. And it is such a gift to have your boys. It's such a gift to watch them grow up. So tomorrow they'll go home back to you and to the families and to their houses and the way those smells and their dogs and their goldfish and whoever else and whatever else is back there for them. And they will have these stories and these friendships they've formed with each other as guides and as reference points for their evolving lives. And there'll be alarms and there'll be cell phones and Fortnite and fast cars and pressures from school, but they got this time here with us. And so thank you for giving them to us. And that is the last Cabasi Evening Fireside podcast for this session. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with good counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, old and new, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. And silence reigns on lake and shore. Gather me to sing to Cabasee as we go to our bunks once more. Dear Cabasee, dear Cabasee, the wishes from us be yours always. And faithful, true, will be to you until we meet.